If you are a fan of the ongoing history of new music on FM 96, uh, you will like an event that is happening at the uh, Canadian Club of London next week, a week today to be exact. Alan Cross will be in London to talk about the relationship between music, uh, the brain and the body. His show is so unique. It's so well done. His, uh, Alan's ability to uh, tell stories is, I think, almost unrivaled. He's a really good storyteller. Uh, Dave Farrow is the president of the Canadian Club of London and joins us now to talk about this. Dave, uh, appreciate the time today. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's a beautiful day, and it's going to be a fun day a week from now. You have a long history in radio. You're my former boss. So where does Alan rank in terms of storytellers out there today, would you say? Uh, it's a great question. I think Alan is right there at the, at the very top. I think his, his way of weaving you know, interesting elements of stories... Uh, from beginning to end, the way he uses his voice, he just he just captivates you. And then add into that recipe his outstanding, deep, deep, deep musical knowledge. And he's met everybody on the planet that has anything to do with music. So it's going to be a really, really interesting session next week. Music is one of those, uh, you know, uh, things that just has so many stories attached to it, evokes so many emotions. It's just so ripe for this type of uh, an event where you can talk about stories and, and talk about music. Yeah. And he's done a lot of research on the effects that music has on your brain. So why do we get chills when we hear a great song? You know when you hear a really great song, Devin, and you just get chills up and down your spine? Why does that happen? For you, it's probably like the mini hop pops or, or something from Barney. <laughs> But when you hear a great song, it just it just grabs you. Why does that happen? And why do some songs make you want to dance and others don't? How does the brain process music from your ears through your brain? Why is listening to an MP3 bad for you? He's going to talk about that, which, is, which is interesting. That is interesting. Uh, you know, um, in terms of like, you, you kind of touch upon something I wanted to ask about, which is, you know, there's like obviously nostalgia that's attached to listening to music. I'm yeah. a bit biased, but listening to nostalgia on the radio, I think, is fun. And so I yeah. would pick radio over MP3. But um, uh, there's there's that connection that people have to music that is just so fascinating. Oh, absolutely. It's it's about memories, right? I mean, when you when you really got turned on to music, you were... 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, you were in high school, there was a lot of firsts happening in your life. And the music that you were listening to at the time becomes the soundtrack to your life. And you never stop loving those songs. So we're going to talk a lot about that. He's also going to talk about music therapy and the way that music is being used in hospitals and uh, different settings to actually help people uh, physically and mentally. So lots to get through next week. It's a one-hour session that uh, is going to be on Wednesday, April 19th. It's in the beautiful new theater at Huron University. I don't know if you've had a chance to see that venue yet, but it's inside the Frank Holmes Center at Huron University, just off of Western Road. It's just a beautiful facility. It seats about 450 people. We hope to fill the place uh, and it's, it's really going to be a great session. And then after Alan finishes speaking, there's a little post-reception 
where there's a little cash bar, which I know is good for you, Devin. <laughs> and uh, we'll have some, some snacks and hopefully Alan can hang around for a little bit and, and meet some people. So it's going to be an interesting event. It's the kind of event that I feel like an hour is going to go by in like 10 minutes just with uh, his ability to talk. Uh, what are you looking forward to hearing from Alan? Well, I think, you know, the things that we talked about, but also the state of the music industry in 2023. Is, there's been a lot of talk about, is music today as good as it was back in the 70s? You know, music today is very much computer generated. Uh, it's all done by algorithms. You really don't even need to sing anymore or know how to sing to be a popular musician. And do we even call them musicians or are they computer programmers now? And where does musicianship even fit or is it all about being a brand? You know, is, is Drake a musician or is he a brand? So I'm interested to get his thoughts on all of that stuff as, as well. And then, of course, we'll take questions from the audience. So anybody who's in attendance will give lots of time for questions and, and people can ask anything. And uh, I, think, uh, I think they'll be fascinated by some of the stuff they hear. It's really interesting. I've always kind of thought of music uh, almost like beer, where there, you only feel there's only so many recipes for beer, but they keep coming up with more beer and they keep coming up with more songs. So there's, there's an infinite number. Yeah, there really is. And again, it's, it's uh, you know, what has technology done to music? Has it made it better for musicians because they can produce music in their own basements now and don't have to go through the expense of renting a studio and, and doing all of that stuff? They can do it right in their basement and then upload it to a service like Spotify and it's available for the world. Is that better or is there too much music now? available on Spotify. I saw Alan um, wrote a blog last week and he mentioned that there's 100,000 songs uploaded every single day to Spotify. 100,000 new songs uploaded every day to Spotify. So how, I mean, first of all, as a consumer, there's no way you can listen to that much music. But as an artist, are you getting lost in the shuffle? And is, is it even possible to have a career in the music industry anymore when there's that much competition out there? They, so that's going to be part of a discussion as well. Those are really good questions. It's going to be a fun discussion. If people want uh, information, if people want to get tickets, how can they do that? Tickets can be found on our website, CanadianClubOfLondon.com. CanadianClubOfLondon.com. As soon as you get to the front page, you'll see a little pop-up. You can click on the button. You can purchase tickets there. They're $25 each. Uh, there's free parking at the venue uh, next Wednesday. The doors will open at 5 o'clock. The session starts at 5.30. It'll go for about an hour. And then at 6.30, as I said before, there's a short little post-reception afterwards. And you'll be all home and in your Gretzky jammies by 7.30 or 8 o'clock. <laughs> uh, Dave, it should be fun. I appreciate uh, you joining us today. Thank you very much. Well, my pleasure, Devin. It's always good to be on the Devin Peacock Show. Can I, can I, can I try this before I go? Abso- go. Absolutely. Caca! <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> okay. That's uh, Dave Farrell, president of the Canadian Club of London.